This just in, the Cowboys are cooked. Derrick Henry is still king of the South. The Broncos buck cam on the Patriots in Foxborough. Le'Veon Bell's dreams come true. And Cody Bellinger dislocates his own shoulder, celebrating a Game 7 winning home run. <laughs> That's right. That and so much more on this week's episode of This Just In. And welcome to episode number two of This Just In. I am Justin. This is Anthony. How are you doing today on this fine Tuesday night? I've been better. Let's start there, but let's not really start there. Yeah, let's not start no, on a no, bad note. No, no, let's just... We'll get there. Just we will the get tape. there. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, was, it was a fun weekend of sports. Uh, basketball's gone, gone for the summer, gone for the winter, uh, but football is in full gear. We, we're seeing the end of the baseball season. <laughs> I touched on Cody Ballinger, like I said, uh, not really uh, winning in style the way uh, most people would like to. But we'll get to that at the very end. But let's start with something that uh, that happened about an hour after the last time we signed off last week. Le'Veon Bell, and you know, this happens every single time I do a podcast, I swear to God. You get done doing it, and then you go home, and then, oh shit, the news of the week drops. Le'Veon Bell is just released from the Jets, and then later on in the week. <laughs> it really it, was right after that we stopped doing it, this. It, no, literally, we got home, and like it was just like, boom. But the reason why I said he had his dreams come true is Le'Veon Bell for the last couple of years has been trying to do two things. He's been trying to get paid and get on a playoff team. He got his money, he got cut, and now he has signed with the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Does yeah. it get any better than that? I mean, no, it doesn't get any better, but, I mean, if you go off of even just looking yesterday, I mean, he's got some competition there in the rookie. Clyde. C-H, yeah, he's not going to just come in and take the job from him. That's pretty evident. But, I mean, were the Jets just the sugar daddy in this equation? <laughs> like, he just went and got paid, and then it was out of there? It's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, come on, get you a little sugar over here, boy. Yeah, he knew exactly where to go to get his money, and now he's out of there. <laughs> hey, it wasn't out there for him before. He was trying to get it. He was trying to get it from... From a contending team, no one had it. The Jets had had the dollar amount. He went and got it. That team was terrible. The coach was terrible. That team still is terrible. I mean, they went and got a, a great quote unquote quarterback prospect. Nothing has gone right with that team. They're, I mean, stop me if I'm wrong. They're the they're the worst team in the NFL right now, right? I mean, are you right? Who's who's worse than the Jets? I don't know. You said stop you if you were wrong. Oh, the, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, it, it's gonna be interesting, I think, seeing Le'Veon Bell be be a part of that team. And yes, they do have the rookie Clyde edwards Hilaire. But I think a guy with that kind of talent, with something to prove, with that much up in the tank, we forget he took a year off. He he hasn't really killed himself the last couple of years playing for New York. I think it's going to be a huge addition. And and the truth is, I think it makes him the favorite maybe to, to not just get to the Super Bowl, but even win maybe back-to-back Super Bowls for the first time in a while. They were already the favorite. That doesn't think make so? a difference. Of course they were the favorite. They're the defending champions. Everyone looks at the half Billion dollar man at quarterback. They were already the favorite. It wasn't going to make a difference. They're fine. Even Le'Veon Bell stood his ass in New York. I I just don't see how anybody defends this team now. Don't get me wrong. They've been great. Uh, but with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming on, Travis Kelsey, they had two touchdowns again together. Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, uh, Robinson. This team is just stacked at this point. And Chargers played them well. Right. Chargers played them well. The Raiders beat them before they had Le'Veon Bell. And that's why I'm like, I mean, there's going to be losses in the season. No team, no matter how good you are, goes goes perfect, goes undefeated. The 07 Patriots will tell you that. Um, but I just think it was a good year. It was it was for a while, for a while. It didn't end so great. Had a great ending. Oh, this guy, such a hater, Cowboys fan and a hater to boot. Um, but that Le'Veon Bell thing was that was, that was that's a game changer. I mean, honestly, for a lot of teams, especially after the Raiders just beat Kansas City, there seems to be a ray of hope. <laughs> the rich get richer. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh no, look, there's a chick in the armor. They're like, hold on, back up the All Pro running back. Yeah. What, what were you guys saying? What were you guys saying? The five star fucking armorer came in and fixed the dent in the armor. I'm yeah. telling you, like you said, I mean, the, so the last game we watched was on Monday Night Football, Kansas City. I don't, I don't want to say dismantled Buffalo, but Buffalo's been playing pretty well this year, and that was. That was Their probably, defense is overrated at this point. It's a little overrated, um, but the Kansas City defense, excuse me, Kansas City offense is pretty good, and they they handled Buffalo pretty well in that game. Um, the last two games for Buffalo hasn't been that great. They started, I want to say, the first four games of the year they scored thirty points per game. The last two only sixteen. So I mean, they're falling. I, I guess maybe falling back to earth a little bit. I, they were I'm beating really up sure. on bad teams in the beginning of the season. That's what it was. That's when Josh Allen was losing his mind. I was now they're say, playing some competition. It ain't gonna be that way because the Titans housed them, and now the Chiefs just ran them. I, I, you know, that's a good point. I mean, I guess maybe what it is that they're playing some real. They're not playing these average AFC teams anymore. They're playing the two teams who won the AFC title game last year, there and you uh, go. 
maybe some of that cream's rising to the top there. I forget who Buffalo plays this week, but uh, they have a good chance of rebounding. I mean, Buffalo's been playing well. Stefan Diggs has been a good addition for the oh, team this Buffalo's year. Buffalo's going to bounce back this week in a big way. Yeah, I mean, is, is that a knock at saying they're playing the Patriots? No, that's a knock <laughs> at saying they're playing the formerly mentioned Jets. Oh, yes, they, and they're at the Jets. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, if it's it in, doesn't really matter. It's in New York. It doesn't matter if it was on Mars. Could be in Istanbul at this point. <laughs> I'm going to put up points. Um so that was the that was the second no excuse me that was the first Monday night football game uh, on Monday. There was only one game on last night. It was only one game worth watching. No, there was just one game. <laughs> the other one was practice. Last we saw night. live um, practice. I'll just say this: last week we talked about the tragic Dak Prescott injury. This week we'll talk about the tragic Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I don't see the point in doing this. I feel like this is just you taking veiled shots at me but they're not even veiled at this point look, look, he's gonna get it out i mean kyle murray has never lost a high school college or pro game at anti stadium but that was embarrassing <laughs> i mean come on i mean really really heck Kenyon drake has been dog crap all year long and even he like turned his year along turned his year around last last night against the uh, the Cowboys. That was against a broken team when he ripped off that sixty seven or sixty nine yard touchdown. That team had lost all will to play, and realistically, I think the all will and hope for that team went out the window on a non pass interference call that was as blatant as it gets. Other than the Saints at this point in the NFC Championship game two years ago, but. What are you going to do? Turns out it's a 14-point possible swing, and that's the end of the night, and practice was over. It was it was a tough one. Honestly, when I, when I started watching towards the end of the fourth quarter, even Lewis Riddick was like, well, at least they can put this drive together and have something something to be proud of. And in my head, I'm like, there's look, this is grown men. They've scored touchdowns before. No one's going to go back and be like, well, there was that one drive in the fourth quarter. But if you needed Amari Cooper in fantasy, hey now. Hey now. Good looks there at the end there because I'll tell you what, Zeke owners were, were not happy with that game. After the two – I mean, not just the non-production, the two fumbles too. I mean – It wasn't just the two fumbles. It was the fact that it was, I think, three consecutive offensive plays for him that that happened on. Right, right. Which is kind of <laughs> just appalling. That's, like, yeah. That, Ninety million dollars, and that's the ball security I'm getting. I was that'd be appalling for anyways running back. Never he mind ate too much. A guy he like threw that. it up twice. I, I heard so many people like he's gonna get rid of that of that tattoo or something. I mean, so, something's gotta Sorry, change. Those in are forever. Unfortunately, they are. But are the Cowboys as they've been for the last couple of years? And I, and I don't mean this as a hater. I, I mean this legitimately. Are they done? And and what do I mean by done? And, and I want to be very clear. The reason why I say that is I've told you this over the last couple of years. I feel the biggest advantage this team has had is Dak Prescott has played as well as he had, and he was on his rookie contract. Over the last three or four years, they've played. They paid wide receivers, running backs, offensive linemen, linebackers, to the point where they had to let Byron Jones go last year. Byron Jones is hurt in Miami, so let's just clarify that. It ain't making that big of a deal. It's okay. Yeah, our secondary sucks, but what? Come on. You well, think that one guy was going to change everything? No, but my point is – They've already started acquiring so much talent and having to pay that talent that they're already starting to lose some of the guys because they can't afford to keep everybody. Sounds like great drafting, though. But you get to the point where if it's so good, these guys are going to get paid. And I think they're at the point now where now Dak wants to get paid as well. And if Dak's you go, going to get paid. He'll get paid. He'll be fine. My, my only point is with having Amari Cooper, Zeke, the offensive line, the linebackers, the guys you're giving money to try to try to reclaim that defensive line, realistically, can the Dallas Cowboys afford to both pay Dak yes. and compete? Yes. Of course they can. I don't know how you can honestly say that. What do you mean, how can I they honestly say that? The, 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 they the, have all the offensive weapons. The line's fine. Let's be honest. There's a backup of offensive linemen playing out there today mm -hmm. we have no starting left tackle our right tackle didn't even see the field this season after he got a check zach martin went down after literally taking a knee strike from ezekiel elliott to the head and then travis frederick said you know what i think i'm done Tap that's, out. that's four linemen that's four guys who were starters last year that aren't on the team they're gonna get it right it's eventually gonna happen it's probably not gonna happen this year but, man, it's getting bad. There was a report today where they were talking about players were calling out the coaching staff saying they don't know what's going on. It's getting bad over there. It's going to get turned around. But let's be honest. When you look at that defense, are you surprised that a Mike Nolan defense is bad? But I, I Listen, I'm, but, but my, I'm, what I'm going to tell you is, is it his fault? Is it his fault? Uh, okay. 
Aside from the offensive line, over the last three years, the strong point of the Cowboys, I think, undoubtedly has been their linebacking core, right? Yeah, but their linebackers can't stay healthy. That's the this, problem. That's this not, is what that, I'm getting at. Yeah, but health, They have three linebackers, and it's not even like they can keep two of them on the field. They can't, They have one of those guys on the field. Some teams would kill for a talent like Sean Lee. Teams would kill for talent like Leighton Vanderus. The problem it's is about these guys don't stay healthy and can't stay on the field. That's not an issue of – I guess you want if you want to say that issue. availability is your best quality, but – you can't fault a guy if he gets hurt. I mean, you can fault him if he constantly gets hurt. But the problem is you're paying those guys top. They're paying. Jalen Smith leads the team in tackles. Right, but you're paying Sean Lee, okay? They paid... ah, Sean Lee's on a veteran's okay, whatever. But even still, you're paying, you're paying the three linebackers, okay? You're paying Demarcus Lawrence. They paid Joe McCord. Sure God knows what to go away. Um, you're paying all the guys on offense. At some point, just like Byron Jones last year, you can't retain everybody. And now Dak's $40 million is going to make it so you can't retain. So what, are we supposed to draft shit? No, but my, but my point is this team, as currently constructed, has clearly peaked. No. Peaked would mean they actually hit a point of promise. And, and, here's, the sad, and here's the sad part. This is why it's so hard to, to understand that. Because what that means is two years ago when they beat New Orleans and they went to the playoffs, that's the best that team's ever going to be. I don't know if that's the best that's they're the ever going to be. No, that's crazy be. talk. Byron Jones is already gone. They're going to lose more people. Guys are going to get older like the offensive line. This team is not going to get better. I agree better. with you in the they'll be just fine over the next few years. They're not going to be the team. They're not going to be the Jets. They're not going to be the Bengals. They're not going to be those bottom-feeding teams. Yes, they're going to have a down year, but at the end of the day, this is still a team that's going to spend money. The drafting's been fairly decent for the most part. I mean, you can't get too much credit when a talent like CeeDee Lamb kind of just falls into your lap, but you still have to take the guy. And at the end of the day, the problem is, is if you really want to boil it down, yes. Tony Romo's entire career got wasted under a Jason Garrett regime, and we all thought it was going to be different because Garrett was gone. But then 2020 happened. It's been a trash fire year. I don't even know where to go anymore with this team sometimes. I vowed not to give them any more money for merch in any way whatsoever <laughs> until they produce a product that doesn't suck. And if I get his safety up there telling me one more time, he's not going to give maximum effort. Oh, this is ridiculous. You're a professional athlete. Act like it. I guess my main point is, like you just said about Tony Romo, I, I think they're going to put themselves in that same exact spot. And I know you're going to hate this, but I'm just going to say it. Just Just let me say it. Like I told you, the best opportunity they had was when Dak was on his rookie contract. The Cowboys are terrible. You put those two things together, reset the clock, get in the tank, do it. No, it's never going to happen. Do it. Never going to happen. for the next 15 nope. years, Nope. you can actually be the team that they think they are. No, that's I'm never going to never gonna happen. You know why that's it's never going to happen, number one? That's the only Pride. way. Pride in and of exactly. itself is not going <laughs> to let that, that happen. <laughs> All right. That is number one. We are not that kind of a franchise that's going to say that or do that. And number one, I repeat this very vehemently with every ounce of my fiber. No one, and I mean no one. We have two wins right now. No one is getting lower than the Jets. This is impossible. It's a task unlike any other. It's never going to happen, so it doesn't matter. In my opinion, Listen, if it really comes down Jacksonville to it, Jacksonville is you, you, pissed that they have one win right now. You, hey, they look, don't see a point where the Jets can pick up a win. Listen, I think, at, like I said, at the end of the day, if the Cowboys want to get to where they think they are, where they think they should be, the easiest thing to do is to go out and get the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck on a rookie deal for the next five to six years. Yeah, how'd that work for the Colts? So the Colts, they don't have they they did the, they did the Houston Texans. They didn't put an offensive line around him. They were like, how come you're not winning those games? What's wrong with you? He took oh, his ball hurt? and went home. Oh, you hurt? You don't want to – you're going to you, – what? You're, yeah, exactly. What? And now they're looking what? at $25 million in a <laughs> Phillip River tax, which means an interception every game. I'll Except s- this week he's on bye. I meant to bring it up. I'll say this. When Andrew Luck played, the offensive line was terrible and the defense sucked. Phillip Rivers is the quarterback now, and the offensive line is good and the defense is good. Well, they don't have Ryan Grigson calling the shots anymore. That's number one. My only point is, don't be surprised. Um, not this year. Not this oh, year. Oh, no. I I'm, see what you I'm did. No, just no, gonna say, no, no, no. Don't no. 
be no sir andrew's gone he's not coming back don't be surprised he's 32 it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no kaepernick is the same age and he's way better this guy watched a franchise let him get pummeled for years while they took philip dorsett in the first round and they changed and his best friend ty hilton is still on the team i'm not saying it's gonna happen who's on the team hey who even so so apb but to my so to my point his boy sucks without him (laughs) The team sucked when he was there. When you find T.Y. Hill and let good. the Colts know, because they're looking for him, too. I think Andy Luck knows where he's at. He might he might be bringing him back to a, a field near you next year. You know year. what? He just might be with him and often <laughs> God knows La where. La La Land. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, what was that? Well, let's continue around the league real quick. Uh, the one game I wanted to get to, <laughs> for whatever reason, of course this game wasn't on the cards this week, the Titans versus the, the Texans. Derrick Henry went full Derrick Henry on these guys. Uh, it was a good back-and-forth game, but a couple things to note. Number one, Derrick Henry had 200 yards with a good amount of time left in the fourth quarter. I, I, I mean, is there anybody else in the Titans that you have to defend aside for Derrick Henry? I, 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 did I miss something here? I, yeah. There are guys they got to defend, but at the same time, this guy had 200 yards rushing, and they still almost lost the game. I mean, almost because, <laughs> point number two, what the fuck are you doing, Romeo? <laughs> Holding up two fingers. Yo. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. But the way Rich Gannon was undressing this man on national television, just giving him the Rich Gannon pulled out his own PAT card and was just like, it says it right here. You should never go for two. And I was just like, I don't know exactly what just happened, but whatever it is, is egregious. And I found out he went for two when they were up seven. And then I found out Ron Rivera did a similar thing, which was a little bit different. Ron Rivera was trying to win the game. He didn't want right, to go to right. overtime. That's different. But, I mean, I really don't understand how Houston as an organization has had Bill O'Brien, Romeo Cornell twice now. These guys all come from the Bill Belichick coaching tree. How does this kind of shit happen? Like, how does that kind of stuff happen? I, I, it cost them the game. They lost. Vrabel did the same thing last year. Vrabel did the same exact thing last year. It cost them the game. I, I, I just don't. I, I don't know how to defend him in this. I don't think there is a defense. <laughs> there is this. no. There is, you have no, the proper response. I just. There's nothing to say in defense of this. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Unless he had money on the game. May, <laughs> which makes all sense in the world. Third point. Were the coaches in Miami that bad? Or are the Titans, Tennessee Titans offensive staff, miracle workers? No, I think Adam Gase is terrible, and everyone that leaves him is like finding a new wife. It's incredible. It's just like you go from an abusive relationship into one that's like a partnership, and you're like, oh, this is what it's – this is fun. We're flourishing. We're doing it together. Ryan Tannehill looks like a professional quarterback. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess he is a professional quarterback, but when you have Adam Gase – and he was also hurt in Miami, so that's not all on Gase, but – Adam Gase is not a good coach. This is a guy who got all his bones off of being the offensive coordinator when Peyton Manning was the quarterback. We're talking about Peyton Manning. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. How are we giving all the praise to Adam Gase on this one? And people defend Gase, too. Like I still don't I don't know. Nobody's out there defending Gase. Last week, I I, Show me one person. As you've been talking, I've been trying to think about it. I I watched something last week. God, I can't think of what it was. It it was like some receiver or somebody who's on ESPN. That's because you were sleeping. No, no, no. It wasn't real. Someone was like, oh, but Gaze. He, no. No, no. Oh, who was it? It wasn't Keyshawn. It wasn't Keyshawn. You need receipts for things like this. You can't say things like that. No, someone was like, oh, he's a good coach. And he no, really he's not. Care. And I was just like, where is the proof? Uh, if he's a good coach, why does nobody really want to play for him? They just jettison people out of there. It's ridiculous. I don't get it. They jettison everyone it. but him. I don't get it at all, man. Uh, hell of a fourth point. Hell of a fight by Deshaun Watson. Uh, <laughs> he's battling his own head coach. And Derrick Henry, um, but Derrick Henry just would—he just wouldn't be stopped. In fact, in overtime, <laughs> overtime starts. The guy has 200 yards. They throw the ball to him. He runs for 45 yards. They sp- they sprinkle in McNichols to let the guy breathe for freaking two minutes. And then they're just like, "Oh, we're on the five. Just take the ball, put it in. Here you go." I think we all knew it was going to happen, <laughs> and I think it was no more evident of what exactly was going to happen than when you—if you watch the coin flip. And when the Texans won, the absolute just like disgust, on disgust of can't believe it, like we're definitely going to lose this game from Deshaun Watson was, like, was incredible. It was just like, what was he supposed to do? He knew it was over. He knew this was his last time he was stepping on the field was for a coin toss. Yeah. And he might as well have just went to the showers, get a quick head start. Although not many fans in the stand, so it ain't like, you know, they ain't got to beat the traffic anymore. I got to admit, they were, it really seems like, 
they're trying Deshaun Watson's patience and like his professionalism. What more do you have to do to to a guy to really just just not build around him, not make it seem like I mean, making bad coaching decisions, trading his number one receiver. That guy's gone though. Fighting, that guy's gone though. Who, everybody, everybody's I, gone. Who, I know, who isn't I know, gone? I know, but you know. Bill O'Brien as the GM is now gone. The guy who made all these bad trades, the guy who you know orchestrated. He got he got Deshaun his money though. I, I mean, that's <laughs> so, that, that's, hey. that's the well, he got him his money and then he sent everybody else packing. Like literally, he traded two first round picks for left tackle and then took a second round pick in David Johnson for the best receiver in the league. Like what? It's a blindside what? protector. That's a start. He, I'm not saying the moves have been great. Listen, get rid of Clowney, can, like. I completely agree with you. You can't get rid of a David Clowney. David Clowney. I'm putting two <laughs> people together now. You can't get rid of a Jadeveon Clowney and a DeAndre Hopkins and show no first-round pick in the process. Not one. It's incredible. And then the best part about it was, what was it, like an hour later, the Bills just gave up a first-rounder for Stephon Diggs? Oh, my God. Who's How many would the Bills have given it? up for DeAndre Hopkins if <laughs> they knew he was available? <laughs> Uh, it's 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 so true. It, it's disgusting. I'm, I'm glad the era is over. Um, I feel bad that Romeo's over there still making dumb mistakes because I love Romeo. I try to love Romeo, but geez, I mean, some of the stuff. We should just, learn to love betting against Romeo at this point. I mean, I can't, I just can't even believe that Romeo's in a position to still be <laughs> bets made against him. If I'm being honest with you, I mean, it's just getting it's ridiculous at this point. But the thing I want to end with here is, so we saw the way Kansas City played. We saw the way Titans played. Are we just destined for another KC? Tennessee AFC title game because the way the rest no, of the no 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 it's no not you think no. Baltimore think, or no, somebody no, else has something no, to say no, about no, this because no. in my opinion get, even psh, Baltimore you got the wrong team in the division right there because it's going to come down to reality really? this weekend when oh the Steelers God. actually come to play the Titans I think it's going to be a big dose of reality for the Titans really in this one they're going to play a legitimate defense who's actually going to game plan and understand that Derrick Henry is not going to rush for 200 yards man or not it does not matter he's not going to did you see the way Derrick Henry just walked over whoever tried to tackle him in that overtime that's, I, that's not going to happen with a Steelers defense they lost Devin Bush I think that's that, what I was going to say does suck. they're on the road they lost him in Adam, linebacker, Adam, like, those guys don't care if they're on the road or playing know, wherever. Man. That's a defense that's going to show up every week with pride. Look, Tennessee's been playing. It hasn't been just Derrick Henry. The, the other impressive as hell play was with, like, what, five seconds left? They, they throw the ball down to the five-yard line. They hurry up. A.J. Brown has missed all but one game this season. Just catches the goal line fade. They, they have a lot of weapons on the team. Ferks are, uh, uh, John Smith went out in the third quarter. They also Ferks lost their left up. tackle, though, too, for the season. So that's going to be that a big, is a big hit deal. for them. That is a and big when T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree come screaming off that edge, never mind the inside pressure, it's not going to be a fun day for Ryan Tannehill. I'm telling you yeah. that right now. We'll see. We'll see what happens this Sunday. It's, it is going to be a fun game. Uh, Tennessee, like I said, playing Houston and then playing Pittsburgh this week. It's going to be an interesting matchup. Hopefully, Ryan Tannehill doesn't do too well because they dropped him in fantasy, and I will be crying all weekend long if he does. Uh, some quick hitters for the rest of the games. Uh, probably the biggest disappointment of the entire weekend, Green, Green Bay lays an egg against Tampa Bay, I think costing 90% of the people who listen to this money across the world. Yep. Well, I was in that 90% for sure. It's. It, I mean – Nobody could have saw this game coming from Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't had a game like that in literally years. Um, but Tampa Bay, man, I mean, they're starting to get it together. I don't want to say they're all the way there yet because I think Tom Brady still has a lot to do with that offense. They have a lot to do as a lot of work to do period as a team. A lot of guys are still banged up. But I guess a big impressive win for Tampa Bay. Uh, they really beat them in all three phases of the game: offense, defense, special teams. Really, the game was never in contention at all. Really. I don't understand what happened. Listen, listen. I sense. had money on this game. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> they were up. We had a ten nothing lead out of the first quarter. Okay, and then all of a sudden, he throws. I can't say back to back because there was a play in between. But he throws two <laughs> basic pick sixes. I, I, right. I think I'm pretty sure I even texted you while we were watching this game and said this is a pretty shitty afternoon. For football right now. It was. And then all of a sudden, guess what? Here comes Aaron Rodgers to excite our afternoon and make it a game all of a sudden. What kind of performance was that out of a guy who was literally probably a leading MVP candidate going into this game? Yeah, I mean, I think they'll regroup. I don't think they're done by any means. It's just uh, no. I, they got the Texans this week. I was gonna say if they have an easy game, it just it's weird how they have these inexplicable. I mean, it was on the road, and maybe that has a lot to do with it. But I mean. We'll see. Green Bay is better than that. They've been better than that all year, and we'll see if they can get back on track this week, like you said, against Houston, who, I mean, they kind of just like a punch bag at this point. Well, hopefully they get Bakhtiari back. He left the game. Yeah. I don't know. remember what the injury was. I don't think I cared after I saw what was going down. So it was a You could see it, too, because you could see after those two picks and what was going on, he did not want to play anymore. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers had checked the 
hell out at that point. And it was just like you just it was like watching money just be set on fire in front of you of any chance of any kind of cover or comeback. It was absolutely atrocious. I don't even think they tried to run the ball with Aaron Jones at a certain point. No Vita Vea. What are they doing? Right. They, they've got to don't put it all on Aaron. Put it on the other Aaron. That was was that score ever like a uh, three touchdown like lead? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the Packers ceased scoring after the first quarter. Well, well my point was, uh, a couple of times last week and this week, we've seen quarterbacks pulled. I almost thought we were going to see a little bit of uh, Jordan Love, but who knows? Nah, what would have been the point of that? I guess you're right. Just stir. The- well, I mean, at that point, like you said, I mean, Rodgers isn't playing, so it's like just to put a live body in the game who might appreciate taking reps, I guess is the point. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to sit on a oh, sideline and me. watch Ryan, another man me. take his reps? We've been talking about that for the last three days, and he'd be killing somebody right now. Uh, we mentioned last week the Ravens pound on bad teams, and boy, boy, did we pick a bad week to bring that up because they started beating on the Eagles, and then they did this thing where uh, they just let the Eagles come back and score a bunch of points on them. And in fact, it was kind of weird because they let the Eagles come back and score like 21 straight points, and then they was like, oh, but not the two-point conversion at the end. No, no, no. Yeah, Have I all think the points, they would, you know, point. yeah, we'll make it competitive. We'll give <laughs> you a fighting chance. We're a little bored out here, but when a push comes to shove, we knew the Eagles weren't going to win that game. Come on. They almost came back, and, and, oh, and I mean, what, there's two minutes it. left? They'd... Even if there were two minutes left, do you think that Lamar Jackson wasn't going to get that team in field goal range with Justin Tucker? Come on. I mean, the passing game hasn't been that great all year. And I mean... They don't need to. It's still Lamar. Did you see? He ran for 37 oh, yards dang, straight up it. the middle of the defense I to the end it. zone. Okay? It. it it did not matter. They would never. They did cover, though. That was the best part about <laughs> it was come back for the cover. Props to Carson Wentz, though. I mean, <laughs> he, he's doing magic with a toothpick and cucumber out there. For yeah, but sakes. he's getting his ass beat while he's oh, doing that's it. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, this guy's like, God bless this man. Uh, Baltimore better tighten it up, though. Uh, <laughs> their passing attack hasn't been what it was last year. They're winning games. No, their rushing attack hasn't been what it Just, was last year The whole offense hasn't either. been. I mean, they're, honestly, they're, they're, they're getting by, but it's not what they were. And they have a red hot – they're on by this week, right? But then they play Pittsburgh coming off of it. And, yeah. and it's big boy battle. <laughs> it's a big game. I mean, this is it's not just for the division. It literally is for the division lead. And I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see what happens that week. Like I said, unfortunately, we're going to have to wait another week because the Baltimore Ravens are on by this week with a few other teams. Um, another thing I had, I, I didn't see this coming at all. The Denver Broncos, not Von Miller, Peyton Manning, Terrell Davis, Ed McCaffrey, or Shannon Sharp. No, no, no. Drew Locke, Tim Patrick, Philip Lindsay, and some tight end, I can't even say his name, they marched into Foxborough and just whipped the Patriots' ass. You got beat by Brandon McManus. That's who beat you on Sunday. Brandon McManus. He came in and just started literally kicking you out of the game. I mean, this this is like, these are the games that Belichick usually feasts on. Drew Locke coming back off of like his first game starting after missing two or three games due to injury, comes into Foxborough. And just starts slinging it. Immediately comes in the game and just starts throwing the ball to Tim Patrick and this eighty-five tight end guy with this crazy last name. Hey, think about it like this though: you bent, but you didn't break. That's been the motto. What do you mean That's been the Patriot motto every they broke, time. They on lost the game. They, they yeah, they lost the game. Can Denver tried to give it back at the end? They they oh they certainly tried. They certainly tried. And uh, despite, despite a pristine passing performance from one Julian Edelman. They still couldn't Two attempts. Back. Two attempts. Two completions. Two too many. It was what, 40-something yards? I think 44 yards? Doesn't matter. That's when you're, that's when you're desperate to try to get something out of it. Yeah, I mean, usually like when You're looking for anything. Spark us, Julian. It, it was fun, to say the least, to see, to see at the end. But it was, it was fun at the end when you saw the comeback coming. It was sad when you realized that we're losing to Drew Locke, Tim Patrick. And the, and the funny part was, as they were saying, I forget who the commentators were, the commentators, it was, it was almost like the commentators were now all they have to do was like hold on to the ball and there goes Drew Lock throwing an interception. Yeah, what was they he goes, doing putting it in the air? <laughs> I don't I mean, even understand that one. He, why was the ball in the air? I, I was Philip watching, Lindsay was literally running all over this team. I don't get it. I was watching the game and I was like, oh, he's going to turn it over. Oh, hey, here he comes. He, he, he threw a. And he just serves oh, it right up. But these it looks guys. like all that New England luck and magic left the door with Tom. He took it uh, down look, to Tampa. It, stop it. Stop it. Did, did not all leave the door. It just, uh, it's going to take a little bit of adjustment. Honestly, I mean, let's be real. The Patriots went through all that COVID stuff. They haven't yeah, practiced. Cam Newton looked awful. Literally, the, their best offensive player and their best defensive player had COVID, 
haven't practiced. Julian Edelman's been banged up. Their schedule's been up and down. They've had games rescheduled. It's been a shit show for the Patriots for the last two weeks. I don't want to say it's an excuse, but I mean... Sounds like an excuse. It, no, it's just... It, that, that is a very uncharacteristic loss for the Patriots, and it's hard to see why until you look at all the other factors, and it makes it a little bit more understandable why... Something like that could happen. That's all I'm saying. I mean, the Titans went through a lot more than the Patriots did. They were didn't do much for 16 days, and then they just lambasted the the Titans. But I'll say it one <laughs> the, more time. The Titans just put it on the Bills last week. The Titans did not have their best offensive and defensive players with COVID. They still didn't practice. I mean, actually, that's a no. Lie. I was were, gonna say they actually, were out of, you're right. They were out of actually fields. I'm sorry. <laughs> Reports are that they actually did practice, and uh, apparently the penalties won't be that bad. But uh, yeah, so weird territory for the Patriots. This is they fall to third in the division for the first time since I think the dreaded Matt Castle year. I don't know. It's the first time they've been under five hundred since two thousand and two in October. Whatever. They have to come back to Earth at some point. Welcome. Hey, you know what? It's not bad. It's not the end of the world. Yes, it's football. It's football, and, and there's still a lot of season left. Is the truth and. I'm just going to say it. As, yeah, because you already had your bye. Exactly. As kind of a cocky AFC East fan, those other teams still going to do it. <laughs> they still going to do it. They still got to go yeah, the rest you know of the season, what? and they got to actually do it. You know it. what? Tom Brady's not walking through that door. No, he's not, but we still have the best quarterback in the division. Do you? We had the most accomplished. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I well, yeah, definitely we the do. most accomplished, but Josh Allen looks like he's uh, he going to be uh, pretty good. So, And I, and honestly, I, and I love Tua, too, and who knows what we get from him. Um, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> One thing I do want to mention, check out the Bears and check out the Browns. What did I tell you? I'm pretty sure I told you last week that the Bears were going to go in there and win that game. Uh, Everyone can't believe it. They're like, oh, the Bears. The Bears can't be 5-1. and one. The Bears, they barely won these games. Listen, all that matters is that they've won the games. And at the end of the day, last week, they put a spell on Brady. He didn't even know what down it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... So they're, they're doing what they need to do by hook or by crook. It doesn't matter. A win's a win. Like Parcell said, you are what your record says you are. And they're 5-1. and one. They're atop the NFC North. They're exactly. <laughs> with, with the Packers and Vikings and Lions. And I would thought that, that usually is one of the toughest divisions in football. And the Vikings are – they're checked out. We'll get to that in a second. The, the Lions, they're – They only check best. out for the first, you know – Half of the game. After that, once the garbage time picks up, Ooh, that's Vikings? when they fire oh, yeah. up all the engines. Are you guys ready to go now? All right, let's fire this up. Let's yeah, go. Let's right. get cooking. But no, the, the – uh, excuse me. As you mentioned, the Bears, man, they're really kicking ass. They, both of those teams started off 4-1 and one, <laughs> one week ago. Uh, one of these teams seems to be destined for the playoffs now. The other team, I mean, they got, they didn't just get the ass kicked by the Steelers. Baker Mayfield got benched in this game. They got killed. They scored seven points in this game, 14. Uh, it, it, I don't know. Like, it was a drubbing it's totally from the moment the they started the game. That They know they just can't beat Big Brother. That's all it is at this point. The Steelers have the number. I think Ben Roethlisberger in his career has lost two games to the Browns. Is, yeah. Two. Whether the Browns have been bad, good, doesn't matter. New iteration. Again, constant in Pittsburgh. Defense comes to play. And all Baker Mayfield saw was people coming off the edge. Doesn't do well against the Blitz. There it is. Turns it over. Minka Fitzpatrick. Back to the house six. The other way. Everyone thought that trade yeah. last year was a bad trade. They knew what they were doing. That they was got an a amazing top, trade. Yeah, they got a top-tier talent no matter what on a rookie contract. Yeah, they'll probably pay him eventually, but it doesn't matter. You get a guy like that, they're the defense they always want to be, and they got T.J. Watt. And what can you say more about that when T.J. Watt is just crashing down on a busted-up Baker Mayfield anyway? Yeah, honestly, the funniest thing about that is <laughs> you look at both those quarterbacks, right? Two totally different paths. Two very different results. I mean, you got one guy who is a God knows what draft pick and worked his way up and was a backup and won a Super Bowl. And then you got another guy who is Heisman Trophy winner, number one overall pick. Usually 10 times out of 10, you take the guy who is number one overall pick. But Foles' work speaks for itself. I mean, not just with the Bears here, but just in the past period. And I'm, I'm glad about the Bears found their identity, but I'm not exactly sure what the hell the Browns are supposed to do from here. I mean, it seems like they've, they've literally tried to do everything possible up until now. And... Uh, is, is is this weird to say? Is is the move to go to Case Keenum? I mean, no, what, what no, else? No, no, but what no, else no. do you do if you you're the Browns? I mean, you brought in Odell Beckham. You've traded for all these guys on defense. You've brought an offensive lineman from from the Titans. I mean, what do you? These receivers are banged up. It's not just Baker. I mean, his decision making is not good. So, uh, 
you know, we have to fix that up. They do. I mean, they beat my team down handily. He looked great in that game. <laughs> the, the, what during the during the little four game win streak there? I mean, and that's what's kind of confusing is they, they have. I heard someone on on uh, Sports Center talking today. They were like, because uh, someone was bashing, being like, "He's fuck, he's terrible, he's terrible." And they were like, "Okay, I, I see what you're saying, but the problem is he has moments when he is great. A lot of guys have moments when they're terrible, and you see a terrible, and there's a lot of average moments. But he does have moments where he's great. But my thing is." A lot of guys have had moments when they, Joey Harrington had moments when he's great, but can you do it over and over again? Can you sustain it for a season? I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, the Browns, yeah, but there's a reason Browns Case Keenum is on team number what at this point. Right, but hey, when did he have his best season? I'll give you the answer. With Minnesota under Kevin Stavansky. Well, that is a good point. But at the end of the day, let's also think about it like this. This is also the same league where everyone screamed the high heavens that Cam Newton was done in Carolina and Kyle Allen was the future. He's not there anymore. The coach isn't there anymore. And yet they're both still in Washington together. He's the future. And he's starting just... again, but he's the future, <laughs> so right? So the Redskins. Yeah. That's all. Oh, excuse oh. me. Oh. oh. Delete the podcast. Delete the podcast. Oh, man. I said the word. I said the word, didn't I? Washington uh, football team. It's <laughs> not that hard. It's just really stupid. Well, uh, speaking of teams flaming out, the one thing I want to mention to you is uh, the Rams are frauds, and I don't care what anybody tells me. Oh, that's premature. Really? Okay. All They're right. the best team in the NFC East. Let me say, let me finish this statement, and then let me see how you argue against me, okay? They lost to the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday, the same team who was dismantled by the Miami Dolphins the week before. Hey, the Dolphins look good. Okay, let's wait for it, okay? But here's the real kicker. The Rams are what, four? They have four wins? Yeah, because they've beaten everybody in the terrible NFC East. That is my point. The Rams' Fine. wins are the NFC East. They That'll play in one of the toughest divisions of football, and they played maybe the worst team in that division, and they got killed. They'll be fine. They didn't get killed. They didn't get That's, killed. But they, they, know, they didn't produce any kind of offensive yardage. Yeah, divisional games. They always go one or two ways like that. They're never just that simple. That it was a game the 49ers had to have. Look at their upcoming schedule. They have a murderer's row for the 49ers coming up. I think they play the Patriots this week, followed by somewhere in there. I think they play the Rams again. They play the Saints, and they're going to play the Packers in there too. They had to have this game. They knew it. That's all. No big deal. Next question. But, but my point is the Rams don't have any more games against the NFC East. What are they going to – I know what you're saying about San Francisco. Dallas has six. But what are the Ra- – <laughs> that's that, that looks great for them. I think, honestly, I, I love Aaron Donald. They might be in for a root. Only because Seattle's so good, Arizona's pretty good, and San Francisco, San Francisco. So where does that put the Rams, who just lost to the 49ers and can only beat the NFC East? Yeah, well, I mean, the Cardinals have had bad losses. They lost to Carolina. Carolina's nothing special after they just got beat by the Bears. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but the 49ers are, the are still all banged up. Seattle's defense is awful. Let's We'll see how it all plays out. I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves to call them frauds. I don't know, man. That's uh, that's all I'm saying. We'll, so who do they play this week? Do you know? The Rams. Who? The Rams. The Rams. Yeah, they got Monday Night Football against the Chicago Bears. Oh, oh perfect. yeah, see? Perfect. See, there you go. Oh, so we'll just watch on Monday, and then we'll watch the Bears wipe the flow of these guys, and then we'll oh, come back oh, in here next week. Know, it's a, see, but that's a no-win situation <laughs> for the Rams. That's an absolute no-win situation because you're calling them frauds already, and then if they beat the Bears, everyone's going to just say the Bears suck. No, no, no. No, we just, we're just pumping the Bears up. No, no, no. <laughs> All I'm saying is, according to what we talked about today, the Tell Rams – the Bears are frauds. In fact, I, knew, I wish I knew what the line was because I'd say the Rams actually have no chance to beat the Bears. At all, wow, according no to what chance. we talked about here, that's, I would say. I mean, that's a again, high, don't I mean, you think? If, if, if the line is over seven, I'm not going to say oh, that. It's but definitely I mean, not over. That's what seven. I'm saying, and that's my point. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. I say, uh, I say, no chance here. To be honest with you, I don't know about I that. I think no that's chance. a little premature. You're really writing this team You're off. Vinny Mac little... on you. No chance in hell. That's how I feel. I'm sticking with it. Damn it. Um, hey, might... I want you to know something. The game's what? in L.A. and the Rams are favored. What time is the game? What do you mean what time is the game? 1 p.m., 4 p.m.? No, the game's at 8.15 oh, oh, p.m. Eastern, so it's 5, whatever, okay, 15 right. kickoff in L.A. In L.A.? 
Bears plus five and a half. You like them that much? Where was Bears are getting points too? Bears are getting oh, points. Shut five up. and a half. This yeah. Even, this isn't even a contest. All right. Well, when Bobby Trees is streaking down the field on him, Thanks. you watch out. But by the way, <laughs> we were 0 for 3 on our picks last week. So. Were we? So, oh, yeah. I actually looked at it today. I was like, who do we pick? Oh, that's right. We took oh, none of these teams. <laughs> none of these teams won. It was, I told you I like the Bears. Last, I'm talking about last week when we picked games. We took like Green Bay. I'll top my head. We took Green Bay. We took Baltimore. And then well, so we just those two alone are both fans. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember any of this. I'm pretty sure I was yeah. high on the Bears. No, it was, it was good. No, last week we took Green Bay, Baltimore. I don't want to say. Plus, I told you the Steelers were going to kill the Browns. Maybe that's what you – there was one game you talked me into. I, I took that one as a third, but there was – yeah, it wasn't very well. I did tell you um, Sunday morning that the Ravens were not going to cover that point spread. <laughs> I was like seventeen. That was on I a teaser. That was I on don't a teaser. Know about seventeen, scores. but they didn't even cover the ten that was at kickoff. True, very true. Uh, <laughs> came on coffin today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Bad habit. We mentioned uh, Tua getting a start, getting put in um, for Miami after the bye. And the truth is, why not? Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert have been lighting it up for their teams. And this is the – we started talking about this a little before we started recording. I, I stopped you. Brian Flores seems to be the only coach in the NFL to recognize the fact that every single year, every year, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes up, lights the league on fire, and then becomes an automatic turnover machine. And for the first time, someone said, great, thanks for what you've done here. We're going to go ahead and turn it over to the kid now. Disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. They didn't cut him. He wasn't playing bad. <laughs> they didn't trade him for a seventh-round pick. Like, they got to no, a bye lo- week. He they lost have, they have... his job on a win. Listen, they <laughs> have this. All right, okay. Everything you're saying is true, but this is also true. They are playing in a league when they are starting a 15-plus-year veteran. They drafted a guy in the first round of the NFL draft. One calendar year ago. In college, the guy they have was undoubtedly better than any other rookie prospect playing in the NFL right now. So they see these guys lighting it up, and this guy sitting behind Ryan F. and Fitzpatrick, magic, though, who's going to turn back done. into a pumpkin. These guys have probably been sitting there for weeks being like, oh, please don't let it be this week. Just please don't. No, that's please not don't true because the guys in that, they've been Get winning. That, but he's not getting to week nine. Oh, he's certainly not at this point. That's <laughs> but for sure. He, he's not, and, and you don't know if it's, it, it, he's gotten this far, but you didn't know if it was going to be week five, week seven, week eight, and Brian Flores ain't going to stick around to find out. Listen, and I appreciate it's, him. It's Tuesday. They beat down the Jets. Tua got some last minute action in that game. This was planned from the moment the season started. Absolutely. I don't think I don't think it mattered if they were six and zero or if they were zero and six. I think he was getting these two weeks to get ready as a starter so that he got reps in those games as if it was a preseason. It's this was planned. You don't you don't name a starter. There was never a question about who the starting quarterback was week to week. But I agree because because Ryan Fitzpatrick was named a starter and they were like, This ain't lasting ten weeks. I feel for you, Ryan. When's the bye? Really Bye's week seven. The Fitz magic is over apparently. Word. You gotta get it out before Halloween. Here's the real question. And here's the real question. Is it over? Or were you going to straighten this back up next season? That's the real question. I thought it was over last year, to be honest with you. I thought, okay, that was fun. This is the last we'll see of this. But here we are again. So will no, it be a team this, next year that strikes us back up? This is the end. If, if, if you say so. I mean, where's he going to go? New York? I think he's been there. At this point, let's let's make some repeat stops on the 52. Why not? <laughs> Why not, man? I think the Patriots is the only team in the AFC East he has not played for yet. Oh, not not maybe for sure. <laughs> I mean, come and take a backup job. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Cam Newton is only on a one year deal. See, hey, no, no, no. It'll be uh, it'll be fun to finally get him on the field though. To get two on the field and get all these rookie guys going because, like I said, these rookie Joe Burrow, he, they had a, a shootout with the Indianapolis Colts, which, like you mentioned before, the Colts. Who knows what the hell's going on with those guys? And the Chargers run by this week, but uh. I think everyone's excited to get Justin Herbert back. It sucks for for Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> I'll excited for him, and the injury is just uh, – I actually don't even want to read about it, to be honest with you, because that is just – there's no worse way I can think of in sports to, ma- to maybe lose your job, try and get yourself out there, and then for that Team to Team Doc took it from him. I mean, ugh, but, but I mean, in his absence, these it guys happens. are playing their asses off. It does happen. This is a normal thing that can happen through this procedure, so let's not 
kill the doctor for this one. And Chargers fans are happy, let's be honest. They knew Tyrod Taylor wasn't the future. Well, and to that point, so like we're talking about Fitzpatrick, you got to think that at some point they were on by last week. Eventually, this was going to come. Tyrod Taylor wasn't going to be the starter all year long with a yeah, first round pick. You know what I'm saying? Tyrod Taylor so, was going to be the starter all year. It was just straight delusional. One way or the other, I think, come this coming game, Herbert was going to be a starter for that team. Um, real quick, <laughs> the Falcons have been terrible all year long. Raheem Morris. All year long. But they fired their coach, and then all of a sudden, the Vikings are now terrible. And and I'm going to make this a real simple question for you. The, the Falcons are terrible all year. They get rid of their coach. They get rid of the GM. Raheem Morris takes over. They beat the Vikings. The Vikings are terrible. Now they're down Dalvin Cook. But Kirk Cousins comes out, and he just – what, he threw for 343 and three touchdowns. You don't like that? I don't like the three picks. I didn't say anything about interceptions. <laughs> Purposely left that out. That's what I don't like. And I like Mike Zimmer, but if you lose to the team that was losing to everybody. and oh, you, they weren't just losing. They were losing spectacularly. And, I mean, and maybe I'm wrong here. The only other team that's worse than them right now are the Jets. Yeah, record-wise, no. There's some teams that are still down there, too. Jacksonville. I think Cincy only has one win. Minnesota has one win. Yeah, Minnesota does only have one so win. Just, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? The only team that's worse than them, like worse than them, is the Jets. Like, and I, I don't think Zimmer should be fired, but I, I don't know. That's another team. I don't know what the fuck those guys are going to do with that team at all. Well, they um, got a whole young secondary that – is not playing up to snuff yet. These guys didn't have a preseason. They didn't get the yeah. chance to get reps. That's part of the problem in Minnesota. Daniil Hunt is still not there. They trade for Yannick and Gakwe. They probably thought they were going to have two guys coming off that edge. It's just not there. It was, it, it was a shit show, that D-line. They had uh, Everson Griffin. He was there. Then he wasn't there. Then they brought in Gakwe. Then Daniel Hunter. He's it, got it, one it's... more win in Dallas than he did live in Minnesota. <laughs> is that where he ended up? Yeah, you wouldn't know it, though. <laughs> Uh, one more thing, as an asshole New England fan, I got to give a shout out to all the Atlanta fans. Uh, yeah, your Falcons won, but uh, if you follow sports across the board this weekend, <laughs> those Bulldogs pulled the Falcons and, and blew a freaking twenty to three, twenty to seven lead to Alabama on Saturday, and then the Braves came out and did the same thing to the Dodgers. So uh, shout out to Atlanta, you guys suck. Jeez, <laughs> shots fired. I hope no one's listening <laughs> in Atlanta. Uh. That basically covers the NFL, man. Is there anything in the NFL you want to talk about for this week? No, the NFL is uh, it's a tough week for me in the NFL. So, hey, fantasy went well, though. Fantasy, but, two but, for four. Other, but, real, but real football was just a – God, I wish my game had gotten postponed or canceled. It's weird how that happens, right? Fantasy start going up, regular football start going down. It's like, come on, we can't just have both. Uh, in the NBA, if you're a Titans fan. <laughs> I guess so, right? Uh, in the NBA, we talked last week about some of the coaches that were coaching – Coaching openings. Ty Lue took the Clippers, took the Clippers job we were talking about last week. Surprise, surprise. Um, the thing that I, I don't know if you saw it at all. I've been listening all week about listening to the Pacers and how basically Mike D'Antoni's sitting out there and no one's going to offer him, and he might end up being an assistant for the Nets. And right before you walked in, I see, oh, look, the Pacers hired oh, the some Raptors assistant. assistant I've never heard of before in my life. Surprise, surprise. Um, I don't know what the hell some of these teams are doing. Some of these teams are in flux. Can't keep recycling the same old coaches. Those guys clearly don't get the job done. Otherwise, they would have jobs. So sometimes you just got to go on a flyer and take another thing. Nate McMillan got a raw deal because since they just extended him. But what yeah. are you going to do? I, I, I just – these teams – so Indiana's a perfect example, right? They can't spend crazy money. And you got Depot on the last year of his contract. They want to make the playoffs. They got two big guys. So let's bring in a first-year coach who's never done this before. And Sabonis was hurt. And expect the playoffs from him. I just I don't see how all that adds up. I do. The East I, is I, awful. I mean, not, how can you say it's awful when you got Boston, Miami, Milwaukee just off the top, Philadelphia? It's not awful. Okay, I'll wait for the rest of the rest of the. That's that's four. That's four teams. Eight make the playoffs. That's four teams that doing? can go to the finals, though. No, no, they clearly cannot. <laughs> As we've seen, Philadelphia right, one team can only one team can go to the finals, and Philadelphia okay. is Philadelphia. Miami showed up there with their grown man nuts and put it on everybody in the bubble. And Giannis, they took out Giannis and Boston. It's not like they just got there luckily. I guess that's true. I just Milwaukee's a fraud. 
<laughs> Milwaukee needs to make a move, man. That's Milwaukee needs to make a move before Giannis is just like, yeah, so uh, this has been fun. This has been real. I appreciate you guys. You guys have been great. But uh, my brother plays in L.A. and Milwaukee, um, Miami has a bunch of money. So His uh, brother has a championship and he doesn't. You don't think that pisses him off? You don't think they did that on purpose? <laughs> well, they'll never land think? Giannis. He's not going to L.A. But they're damn sure going to try. <laughs> they're damn sure going to try. Let them. Um, the only thing I want to say about the coaching staff, honestly, is at this point, I'm like the hell of Mike D'Antoni. It'll be a crime if Kenny Atkinson doesn't get the Oklahoma or New Orleans job. I mean, I, I keep on pounding Kenny Atkinson, but it's just like the job he did with the Nets over the last couple of years and the needs of New Orleans, Oklahoma City, the teams they have, the youth on those teams, it just it makes too much damn sense. Um, Are those the only two vacancies left? Houston, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, by my count. Oh, so there's three this Houston. I forget about Houston. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. It's like winning the lotto if you get Houston, though. Like, look at all these other guys. They got to take teams. That, yeah, well, the Devo's nice, but someone's going to go to Houston and get James Harden. They're going to get Harden, and they're going to be like, and do what you want with us. Yeah. <laughs> do what you want with this guy. I know, because we didn't even talk about it. Maury's gone. So, hey, <sighs> who knows what's going on down there. But nice to know guess you, what? Though. James Harden's still going to shoot it. I think, honestly, I think I actually was going to, if you have time, I was going to ask you where you think some of these guys might land because it's, there's, there's, Free agency this year is going to be crazy, but the best. I don't part- know who's going to be a free agent anymore. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, I was looking at it. Someone started talking. I, I have no idea. Who? Just give me some names, quick. No, th- so the thing is, not a lot of people, and that's kind of the thing, right? Ooh, so we're in one of those years where money just gets tossed out there. We're in one of those exactly. We're in one Bad of those years. Contract years. Where someone's like, I got cap space. We'll take Russ. Or, or honestly, well, no say one you. is taking that contract. All right, so we are going to play the game in a little bit then because uh, the one thing I want to mention to you is uh, this talk of the NBA season. Did you catch the Jared Dudley interview with uh, Bill Simmons on The Ringer? I did. I did catch that. So one of the things I took away, there was a lot of good stuff in that interview, but one of the biggest things I took away from that was now apparently the NBA season is looking at getting started in January, February, and March, which I'm not surprised about, but it's fucking up my sports calendar. I need something to watch November, December, and January. And it's called the NFL. But it's not on during the week. We're going to do it in a week. Oh, it's going to keep being on during the week during COVID. Have you not seen this? We're getting double headers on Monday nights. We got Tuesday night football. We did get no Thursday night football, though. We just got it earlier in the week. I actually didn't mind the Tuesday night. Big no Ten's coming thing. back. We're going to get Maction soon. I'm still a big fan. They should figure out a way to do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, excuse me. And why not? Who, the NFL? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're never going to get that. Flawed. Why not? Because then when Scheduling? you play on Wednesday, what, are you going to play again on Sunday? Give it. Give the team a bye after after they play Wednesday. So that's like one Wednesday that's game. Treat like a London game. I th- I've thought about this. No, I don't like that idea. <laughs> I've thought I'm about this. I'm not in on that one. Why not? Just don't like it. Give them a home game afterwards and uh, trust me. We'll talk about this later. Um, I want to talk about the Knicks. Knicks too depressing. The Knicks? Knicks? The Knicks are well, on the run? How are the well, Knicks actually, on the rundown? Well, actually, it's, it's, well, cause actually now, now I'm reading it. Actually, it's kind of funny. Okay, so the Knicks have the eighth pick in the draft, okay? What's more likely? A, they end up with Russell Westbrook. B, they end up with Lamelo Ball. C, they make a good pick at eight. It's definitely not C. Or D, none of the above. It's probably none of the above. Let's be honest. I mean, they're going to draft somebody that does not matter. I'll just say this: it's not going to matter. Leon Rose is running the team now, and they have Tom Thibodeau as coach. I don't care. I think if they've ever going to do something significant, they, at least they have this, the foundation and structure in place to What's maybe. What's Tom do Thibodeau's uh, calling card there? What do you mean? What's defense. Spe- yeah, defense. You ever see Russell Westbrook play hardcore defense? No. Yeah, okay, so that one's out. But it's New York, right? What does that matter? They just want somebody there. No, they want wins. <laughs> they don't want somebody there anymore. They want wins. Them, those Carmelo, those Carmelo fran- Anthony is say that is a marquee franchise that is just a straight trash right now. Nobody wants to play there. They can't do anything right. It's garbage. The owner doesn't help. Nobody's going. You're right in everything you said except for one word. Marquee. The only thing that makes the Knicks marquee are the words New York, New York in front of it. Other than that, exactly. what Other, is marquee about, even the, that, about the Knicks? Nobody still wants to go there. Kevin Nothing. Durant chose the Nets. Yeah. The Nets. It's the formerly New Jersey Nets. Yeah. Nobody wants to play in New York. With Kyrie. That's another topic for another day. With that fool. Those head cases must love each other then. All right, real quick, like we talked about a little while ago, um, NBA free agency is coming up. The teams with cap space, as usual, aren't that great. I think Miami's probably the best team with cap space. 
and then it's like Detroit, Orlando, Cleveland, some Ooh, crap like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of Detroit contracts are we gonna get? <sighs> they're they're, they're clamoring we'll, for we'll the years of them. Ben Gordon and Villanueva. <laughs> so so because there's not good free agents, there's not a lot of good teams with uh, a lot of good cap space. It seems like a good year for teams to be making trades. And as we mentioned before, I put together a quick little starting five, and actually is position starting five of guys who are in a location now. I'm, I'm simply going to ask you, give you the name, and give you their current location, and ask you if they're going to stay there or be somewhere else next year, okay? First up, point guard, Russell Wilson. Oh, wow. Wow, Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook. Two-sport athlete. Will he be in Houston next year or somewhere else? He's going to be in Houston. Really? Yeah. You think him and James Harden are going to play together next year in Houston? I think they have no choice. I see that. that I know we can sit here and say that any contract can be moved. I, I but think geez, I think that Russell can, Westbrook I think contract call is ridiculous. New York and Orlando Presti right now. I think you can call up New York and Orlando right now and they would take him. The problem is I don't think either of those teams have the assets that would acquire him. Oh, so you're so wrong. You know I thought about this. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the sad part about New York is the package that they think can get it done. They they think Julius Randle. Because they're delusional. Bobby Porter's Taj Gibson. I don't even think the draft pick. I don't yeah. think the draft yeah, pick no. is report. Yeah, no. But realistically. We'll sell tickets before we take that pile of shit The back. Magic have Mo Bamba, Fultz, Aaron Gordon, Isaac, and a bunch of guys to make con- They actually do have the pieces to work. So you want them work. to blow up their young franchise for Russell Westbrook? I think that if you put Russell Westbrook with Vucevic, like as you were saying before, in the East, that's better than almost all the teams in the East. Except for maybe four. No, get ready for another year of Russ and James. It right. takes two. All right, next up. James is the only one going to shoot. Shooting God. I mentioned this guy before. He's on. He's got one year left on his deal. He's been hurt. Coming back last year. Came back strong, but not to his full strength. Victor Oladipo. Is he going to be in India next year or somewhere else? He's going to be in India as long as they're winning. If they start losing, I think they're going to move him because what's the point? He says he wants to be there, though. I think that's, can I be honest with you? I think this is like the guy that everyone is like low key being like, oh no, we want such. Get Victor, get Victor, Red Sports, Victor's out there. We can get Victor. He's for one year. Worst case scenario, one year, one year deal. Yeah, he's a guy who can help. I think, I, honestly, I think he's going to end up on Miami next year. I think it's going to be bad for everybody. <laughs> I think he can, he, I think he literally might be the Goran Dragon, Goran Dragic replacement. And I think having a defensive first guard on a team like that, surrounded by shooters and Jimmy Butler. That could be that. That actually might be something that that lures Giannis down to Miami after next season. Not oh. saying not saying he'll get the job done, but I'm saying if you want Satan Tyson people having Jimmy Butler and Victor Oladipo on your team, that's something. Going to small forward. I don't know if you see this one's coming, but the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? Gordon Haywood. Now he's got a thirty-four million dollar option. Yeah, exactly. But Thank I'll, you. But you I'll, already said it. But I'll say it again. He's got four kids. Teams like Cleveland, Detroit, and Miami all have cap space. Doesn't matter. He wants – give me that Hold check. On. So let me finish. After the, after the two or three injury-riddled years he's had, does it make sense for Gordon, before he gets back on the floor, to opt out and maybe sign a three-year $60 million deal on these teams? No, because he's going to get $34 million this year alone, and even if he takes a small deal next year, he's still going to get an unnecessary amount of money. See, I think he takes the deal, but I don't think he ends up in Boston next year. And I'll tell you why. Oh, I didn't say Boston was going to re-sign him. So, so, so my point, but well, it's it's a player option. So my point is, I think yeah, he's going to take that. So I think he takes a player option, but I think it, the truth is that's the only way Boston can get better is his contract. Really, I mean, they're not going to trade Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Smart, or uh, Kemba Walker. So how else does the team get any better at all? Never mind get a big guy in there. I mean. Again, not to say I want him to go, but the truth is, if the Celtics that's currently constructed aren't going to win a title. And no, but Kemba Walker needs to be healthy. A- absolutely. But furthermore, like this team isn't going to be – they're not going to have this team two years from now. Gordon Haywood probably isn't going to be here in two or three years. So I, I just feel like this is the best chance they have to, to maybe keep this core intact and maybe improve. I, which we'll think it may be, but I feel like he'll pick up the option, but he won't be in Boston next year. Um, Brad Stevens wouldn't do that to Gordon. And that's the other thing. It's I, I've never seen a more player-son relationship. I have a non-player son before in my entire life, I don't think, than those guys. Um, finish that real quick. Blake Griffin, power forward, Detroit or somewhere else. Does it matter? Yes. Blake Griffin is still – he's a 30-year-old all-star caliber power forward who's 
wasting away in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, like, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Wasting like, away in Detroit, we talk about teams the... like Miami and Milwaukee and, and all the teams with missing guys. I mean, some of these people can actually use a player like, but perfect example, even Toronto. Toronto's going to lose uh, Marcus Saul, they're going to lose Serge Ibaka, and it sounds crazy, but it's like they need someone to put next to a, a good old Siakam over there, Spicy P. Spicy P. Yeah, I think, they, I think they quickly realized that Spicy P is not he ain't the, the one. Job that's done. that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, you know what I mean? Like, but Blake Griffin's not a one anymore either. It doesn't matter. He's making too much money. God bless you trying to find someone to take that. Think about it. This is the same guy who the Clippers told they wanted him to be there for life. He made it a. I don't. Did he make it a season into that extension? That. If you read that whole story, Brazil uh, was talking about like uh, reading old free agent recruiting stories. If you read like what that that's like amongst the coldest thing that's happened in sports. I mean, they had this guy's jersey in the rafters, and then they yeah. were like, yeah. "Hollywood yeah, to the playing. Moda City." Thanks for playing. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you signed good. That means we can do that. How we want you. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Uh, last guy. We're gonna finish up, and probably the most controversial basketball player this year, of 2020, reconciled back in the good graces. But I think in reality, it might be time for him to go. I'm talking about Jazz Center Rudy Gobert. Is he in Utah next year or somewhere else? Not if Donovan Mitchell has anything <laughs> to say about it. Sorry, they say it's all good, but no, it ain't. There's no way it's that good. It's not not even close. You think he plays it next year? What, in Utah? Yeah. I mean, what are you going to get for him? Oh, perfect answer. <laughs> oh, oh, alley-oop. So there was a small forward, right? And this guy used to play in Utah, and like he kind of left, and they really, oh, they really stop missed him. It. And there's a no, team in place for now. Stop it and right they really now. Really need a center, and like they really, really, really need a center. And I'm not saying that they should trade him, but I'm just saying that maybe if they did trade him, it might be exactly what both teams need, and it might make them both complete, and it might not be the worst thing for both teams. That's all I'm saying. I'm not gonna say his name. I'm just saying. No, that's you not asked. Gonna, that's you asked. Not, that's not you gonna asked. happen. That's not gonna happen. Think about it before you say no. It actually, I don't care. It actually makes a lot of fucking sense. It can make sense to you. No, not, dude, it makes a lot of fucking sense. It makes a lot of sense actually. <laughs> All right, last thing about basketball. I think it's the last thing, right? This list is too damn long. This is the last thing. Um, so they're bringing the match back. Remember the match? We're talking Tiger and oh, Phil. Oh, exactly. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Again, no, no. I know perfect. what we're talking about. But that's what you're talking about? Except Chuck's now Tiger Woods is out. Yeah. Tom like Brady. Every, like every golf tournament. Is out. Well, he's Charles got a, Boxley. He's currently got a job to do. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's got, he's got shit, shit going on. You know. I, I thought about that when I thought about the timing of this all. Um, but, yes. Steph Curry ain't got nothing but time. He got nothing but free time to do, especially this offseason. So, yeah, Charles Boxley and Steph Curry are taking over for Tiger Woods and Tom Brady. Um, Barkley will team up with Phil Mickelson. And they'll take on Steph Curry and Peyton Manning in the match this year. And that should be interesting, man. So the Thanksgiving weekend. So there's only one professional golfer? I thought that was. Not only did I think it was kind of weird, Charles Barkley is notoriously a golfer. A bad golfer. (laughs) Right, but he sucks. So, I mean, more than anything, this is going to be entertaining. He's going to talk shit the whole time, probably. That bleep button is going to be working a mile a minute. You thought that was good last year. Um, It should be fun. I mean, last year was cool with Brady. And you know Charles won't shut the hell up. He's going to be terrible, so. It'll be something to watch, I guess, right? Something on, on Thanksgiving uh, weekend. It's November 27th. I'm assuming that's the weekend. It's a Friday. It's cool, right? It's a Friday? Really? Yeah, I think it's on that Friday was after it? Thanksgiving. It was a Sunday last year. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I'm not doubting you. It's just That's just weird. I went from Sunday to... I actually enjoyed it. No, you're right. It is a Friday. It's odd as hell. But something to look forward to, you know, on Thanksgiving weekend. You know why it's on Friday and not on Sunday? Because you know what's on Sunday? A religion onto oh, itself. Football, baby. Isn't do they start, they don't start Saturday football that that weekend? Do they? Who knows? They can't start Saturday football until college stops. And true, who knows what the college slate looks like at this point? True. Well, it's getting late. Let's get out of here. Um, before we go, though, I do want to mention uh, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays and LA Dodgers for advancing to the World Series. Both teams needed seven games to get it, to get it done in order to get there. With Tampa Bay holding off the Astros and the Dodgers rallying back to beat the aforementioned Atlanta Braves. Injuries are never funny, but we will make an exception in this case. I don't know if you heard about this or not. After hitting a game-winning, what ended up being the game-winning, single-shot home run that would, put the, that would prove to be the game-winner, Cody Bellinger rounding the bases dislocated his shoulder, celebrating his home run. That's how you celebrate hard. <laughs> I mean, literally. And the, the pitch that I keep on seeing, I didn't see it myself. The pitch that I keep on seeing is, like, the guy's coming around, and, like, he hits the other guy's arm so hard, it pops his shoulder out of the socket. This is up there with like Yeah, you feel pretty stupid when this happens. You see those kickers? 
who make those kicks and they go hopping around and they oh, pull, yeah. they tear Randy their ACLs. Bullock. Randy Bullock, week Randy one. Bullock, baby. He was perfectly fine in week two, by the way. What, what, what was that? I mean, a lot of those guys that happened to Tampa Bay kick a couple of years ago, one of the Grammaticas maybe, and like he was like out for the season. I saw Randy Bullock and like, he, like you said, he's kicking. He's like one of the best kickers in fantasy. I was like, PEDs maybe? I don't know. I don't Get know. Get too excited. But it was it was it was something to see. Like I said, the home run ended up putting those guys up. They won the World Series. In hindsight, no, no they won the NLCS. Excuse me, they won the NLCS to go to the World Series. No one would have killed him if he actually like hit the home run and won the game. But that that's not how it happened. He hit the home run, pulled the shoulder out of the socket, and then they had to win the game. Whatever, but he's back. He's fine. He's back. Pop he's fine. In. Shout outs to the Tampa Bay Rays and the and the Dodgers. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I still <laughs> we talked about it before. I still pull for the for the Dodgers. I, I don't pull for the Dodgers. I pull for Mookie Betts. I hope Mookie Betts wins it all. So. Mookie Betts is really good. He's the real deal, yeah, man. Imagine it's, having it's a like, talent like that on your yeah, team. Yeah, imagine be, drafting the guy and yeah, seeing him crazy. develop and win the MVP. Nuts. Lead you to a championship and then then you let him go to the guys, team. Guys like that only come around once in a while. Teams should love to have a player like the Dodgers are ever so lucky. Yeah, you know, if only guys like that didn't want forty million dollars to play baseball. That's tough. Well, I, I mean, there's no salary cap in baseball, but you know, maybe if you own businesses and generate other revenue, like soccer teams or race clubs. Oh, that's right. Oh, this sounds like you're pretty better. No, no, just uh, just fuck you, John Henry. That's all. Um, that that basically covers it for us today, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Sums it all up in a nutshell, Whoa. right? Uh, we'll be back next week, just like we were this week, right? Next Tuesday, same time, same place. Yeah, I mean, it could be a little earlier, it could be a little late. I don't know. We'll see. It's got to be, got to be, make it work. Well, the truth is, it goes on the internet, so no one can tell what time it is anyway. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll be back next week for another all new episode, and uh, we'll see you guys then.